Hey, welcome to Happy Hamstrings, the podcast designed to motivate you to unroll your mat. Today, I was very lucky. I got to take a free yoga class with one of my teachers from the My Vinyasa practice. Her name is Letty Alvarez, and she is amazing. I mean, I know it's just the practice that she gave. <laughs> I mean, it was like a chiropractic adjustment. I needed that so much. I know that she probably won't hear this. But if you hear this, thank you, Letty. Um, she was all about elevating the spine with props. So in the beginning, uh, she showed how to support the spine with two uh, levels, like the medium level and the high level blocks, right at the top of the shoulder blades and behind the head. She was calling it, I think she called it Stonehenge. I'm going to have to look that one up. And then at the end, she elevated it a different way. I have it all recorded, and it's going to be soon for the public on my YouTube. Right now, it's Patreon-only access. Uh, I recorded my practice with Letty. Very beneficial. It was good for me to do a different flow because I've been doing the same power flow for, I guess, well over a year. And it's really good for me to mix it up. That's also why I love to go to Pell City Yoga Julia is always mixing it up and throwing in Pilates. One day she just asked us to dance for a minute. I mean, just breaking the patterns of movement is what it's all about. Also, I attended F45 this morning, so I've gotten two workouts in today. Totally loved it. I needed it, and I've been really cramming my hours. Um, it's helping me cope. I'm studying, like, all the time because, I mean, I'm not really comfortable going places yet that much. So it helps me to cope with just being, I hate to say stuck in the house because everyone's in the same situation, but the same way as most of you are dealing with it, it helps me to just dive right in and study and it's something useful. So like some extra stretches I learned from Letty this morning, I got to show the attendants at the end of F45, we sometimes do a stretch. So I got to show them a new stretch. I'm like, hey, let me show you something I learned this morning. It's really cool. I'm just so grateful. It's very beneficial all the way around. And since February 1st, I have lost one pound a week. And that's not like a coincidence. I am busting my ass. <laughs> I'm exercising so much, so much more. And I'm teaching a lot more. I had a, my first private yin yoga session. And that was amazing. I have watched many videos um, as far as during my 200 hours. I would watch them. I would watch the videos. I don't know how many I watched. I watched a lot of Yen videos. But it always mystified me. Like, I had a lot of trouble, and I still do, sitting still for a very long period of time, which is what Yen Yoga is. I've always struggled with that. So, to cope with this, I went to my... My new school has a YouTube page, and you can follow that too. It's called My Vinyasa Practice, or M MVP Yoga. And they had a, you can look this up on their page. It's the newest one, at least I think it is. Um, like New Moon Yin for a new moon. Like Yin Yoga to do on the day of a new moon. Because they're really into the, <laughs> what one of my teachers would call the woo-woo side. Um matching the moons to your body and all this with your patterns. And so I tried this on Sunday before last. I don't, I don't think I even checked the moon pattern. I should look back and see. 
And I was sore from weightlifting. And let me just say, if you do weightlifting, you should really do yin yoga on the days after. Like, really give it a try. It's amazing. It makes you feel amazing. And um, that was also kind of like a chiropractic adjustment (laughs) without having to go to the chiropractor. Now, let me just say, disclaimer, Yogi Jules does not substitute medical advice. I'm not saying that if your experience is to need a chiropractor that I wouldn't know any better. I don't know what's best for you. Only your doctor knows what's best for you. You know, quick disclaimer. Um, and I guess I won't be going back to the, um, one of the places I was teaching for so long. I struggled a long time about, should I talk about this? But yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to renew my contract. It was just a really awkward way to find out there went a a very loud car. There's no emission standards here in Alabama where I live, by the way. Anyway, um, (laughs) way off topic. Someone asked me to sub for their yoga, and my contract wasn't renewed with that particular facility. So I was kind of like, I didn't just say yes. I was like, yeah, I mean, if I'm allowed to, great. Like, I knew that they didn't have me under contract. And I know that there's probably not that many people coming to class, and they've let a lot of instructors go. It's just like, that really landed with me that I was let go when the person in charge someone said no no don't don't text her to come teach yoga we'll just cancel it after I'd already been asked I mean it wasn't I guess it wasn't awkward it's just like it felt kind of surprising I don't know I was kind of hoping they'd bring me back I guess they're not going to bring me back (laughs) or maybe I'm just being negative and once again the thing that yoga teaches is don't paint up a story in your head So who knows, maybe after summer season ends, maybe they'll bring back all the teachers. I don't have a clue. I just think back to how many times I was teaching yoga (laughs) and we're right over the basketball court during the game and the buzzer sounds so loud. And I'm telling you to, you know, center yourself, focus on your breath and the buzzer goes off. And of course, then my cue in meditation or mindfulness is block out all distractions. (laughs) But, I mean, the students were so patient. They didn't mind the basketball games. It seemed like, honestly, the only one that seemed to be annoyed by it was me. Because I was trying not to show it. It was just very loud. (laughs) You know, sometimes even the ball bouncing off your window in yoga. That's, it's very strange. It's strange whoever designed that room. I mean, let's just say when it was being built, I was like, wow, that looks like. I was like, we're going to have such a big room. I was like thinking, you know, in my head, I was like building the story. They're going to give us this big room for group fitness. And it was (laughs) when they built the new building, it was like so much smaller than the one we had before. And they positioned it like right above the basketball court. (laughs) I was like, what an interesting plan. (laughs) I just don't think that yoga is a big, um, I don't know. It's a demographic thing, maybe. There are yogis. It's just, it's not as big of a thing in some cities. But I'm going to make it a thing here. I'm not giving up. I've had good feedback. And I always have to remember. And if you're a yoga teacher, remember, believe me, it's not about you at all. And the more I step back and accept that, it's really about their free time, their um, 
convenience the space. My job is to just make a space for them. I was kind of joking like this morning, or I should say it was like noon class. I was sort of joking with them like, hey, it's just my job to like, I just remind you in this class, it was weightlifting. I say, I just tell you to start your fitness trackers and then I clean the dumbbells. Of course, I was joking because I do give as many cues as possible for form, for keeping up the weightlifting form. It's just that everything in F45, it's right there on the screen. So you don't even have to think about it. You just look at the screen. It's right there. You just do it. And it works like really well because it's very structured and all the purposeful movement is already dialed in. You don't have to explain anything. They just look and every once in a while you give like a form correction if needed. But for the most part, <clears throat> just fun stuff, fun stuff. Um, let's see, what else is new in my fitness world? Um, I guess that's really it. <laughs> I wanted to come on here because I haven't been on. And the other thing that's new is one of my favorite teachers is moving. Well, I don't know what I'm saying has moved. She just moved away. And I just wanted to say, I'm going to miss that dance instructor. You know, it's not good to have favorites, but <laughs> you know, sometimes we have favorite teachers and she wasn't just a teacher. She was a friend. We had gone to Callaway Gardens together. And at least we made those memories like in what the kids are calling the before times, which that's ridiculously weird thing to say, the before times. Um, my clients are nurses, and I think it's helping me to get out of the house a little more and to have clients who are, well, one is a nurse and one is about to be a nurse. So they're knowledgeable. It helps me to, I guess, we kind of bounce off each other. Like I help them, they help me. And the perspective is there. I'm always talking on this podcast about how even before pandemic, I was like afraid to touch surfaces because, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's unclean. I mean, I'm finally starting to, I don't want to say get over it, but I'm starting to get a more realistic. I step back and take a bigger look at the, you know, Yes, I need to be careful, but the fear needs to be within reason. So I've done a lot of self-study, a lot. And I've just, you know, I'm trying not to dwell too much on the past and my 200 hours. They asked us to journal a lot, like dig in deep with things that didn't set well with us in our lives. And I found myself tearing up all those pages because... When I look back for my notes and I'm looking for a sequence, I'm like, I don't even want to be reminded of that. So I tore up some pages the other day and boom, throw it away. I should have, <laughs> I should have set them on fire. During my 200 hour training, setting things on fire was also a big part of that training. Like you put your intention on paper and then you set it on fire. Like you put it out there into the universe. Um, anyway, I'm... <laughs> I digress as I go on and on about fire and intentions. And I just want to say that I'm really happy that I'm writing down my goals because that is working for me. I know it doesn't work for everybody. Also, looking back on what I'd said on previous podcasts about fresh food, fresh food, I realize, especially um, studying the Ayurvedic science and all these cooking classes, 
you know, Michelle from the Ma Vinyasa, she reminds us all, like, not everybody uh, in different parts have access to fresh food the way that some of us do. So she's like, if you have the right, or should I say the privilege of going to the farmer's market and getting, like, fresh food, then you're very lucky. And you know what? That's really, I've talked about the farmer's market. That's a really a lot about me hanging out there. I would buy food, not just for me and my husband, but for my sister and her family. I would take my mother, like, her favorite fruits and veggies or whatever foods, like, I'd just call her and say, hey, do you want, and I would tell her what, there was all kinds of stuff there. There was foods, you know, fresh bread. There was a meat vendor that was actually selling fresh meat right out of a, the booth was actually just a trailer. So that was a big part of me just hanging out at the farmer's market is, hey, my family needs things. My sister's a vegan. And I could just text her some video pictures and she could just shop the farmer's market while I was there. It was not because I made like huge amounts of money. I do appreciate the support because overall they were, I mean, they tried to be as supportive as they could. And I don't mean like, I don't mean try to, I'm not trying to put a stigma on it when I say they tried to be supportive. It was just like a gamble. And I was just talking to my friend about this. Like every time you set up any kind of booth, whether if it be a farmer's market or craft fair, it's just a gamble. It's just like you're gambling. You're definitely going to have your good days. And then you're definitely going to have like your bad days. So some of that depends on weather. And some of that really just depends around here on like football or other things. So... As I look ahead (laughs) into the future of my yoga journey, I'm already looking into places to kind of host my own like retreat slash girls day out type thing and maybe hosting like um, where we get a space, you know, like a big space and everybody can go and we do yoga and, you know, whatever that the neighborhood caters to for tourists just take in a little bit of nature, something like that. Um, I did have a small yoga retreat in the past. I tried to get um, four instructors on board. Three said they would do it, and one, well, two said they would do it, really, and then one showed up. But, I mean, it couldn't be helped. It was just, it wasn't that the other one didn't want to. I mean, she just, like, became pregnant, so. It's just, it's hard, especially since I only had one other teacher. I had lots of help, like, you know, people who don't teach yoga were there to help me. When the only other teacher I had, like, shows up late. <laughs> and I'm already covering for the other teacher <laughs> with the schedule I had made for three teachers, thinking in the beginning that I would have three teachers. And then I realized at the end of all of it, I was making it hard on myself. Um, I know my sister was struggling with the menu and the more I saw her struggle with it and she overthought it, I was like, you're making this into something like opposite of yoga because she was getting stressed out. I'm like, yoga is supposed to be about, you're not stressed out. Like it's about it's supposed to be like you're relaxed <laughs> and she just wanted everything to be like really, really perfect. And this goes back to that. If you've been following this, where I talked about strategies If we have to be in control, like, all the time, then 
that's not going to do us any favors. Because <laughs> in the long run, there are just some things you can't control. Like, for example, the weather, like today and tomorrow. Um, yeah, that hurts classes. It's not a big deal. It's more important to be safe. So I'm not going to ask people like, hey, come out to <laughs> come out to yoga. And then, yeah, the the storms get really bad and then something happened, God forbid. So always step back and look at the bigger picture. I'm definitely thinking about all of you out there because I know everybody's kind of like one person described it as maxed. I know a lot of people are maxed out. Like you can't take one more thing like this is it. I can't take one more thing. Just take a deep breath. In fact, let's just end this podcast with a little bit of meditation because I have also been stressed. Um, I've been missing already my friend that moved away to Florida. So like just so many different things come up for us. And no matter what you're dealing with, it could be, it could be anything. I like how I used an analogy on one of my episodes about like pants. And then as soon as I ended it, I was like, I hope I didn't trigger somebody that really wanted pants. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sensitive, but maybe I'm like, overly overly sensitive (laughs) it has helped me a lot to sit in on these um lectures anyway let's just take a deep breath in through the nose and sit up nice and tall and notice how does it feel when your lungs fill up with air think about how it feels to make space And think about how it feels to let go as you exhale. Deep breath in. Exhale, letting go. Tell yourself, I am a body of healing. And then just say it again. I am a body of healing. Believe in your strength. And relax your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Feel this ease as it moves all the way down your spine into your hips. Repeat the following affirmation. I accept peace right now. Don't try to control your breath. Just notice it's already in a perfect rhythm. And then repeat the following affirmation. I am grateful that I know how to communicate effortlessly. Deep breath in. Exhale, letting go of all your past stories with a big exhale. Just let it out like you're letting it go. Maybe shake it off, like shake your shoulders a little. You're shaking it off. And bring your awareness back. Thank you so much for listening and being with me on this 
amazing journey as I learn. I've still got a long way to go. I don't like it when anybody tries to um, pretend like I've gotten any kind of level because I have such a long way to go. I can't wait to teach you all as I'm learning because I am just beginning. There's so much more to learn. Have a great day and look forward to more yin videos coming up. I haven't posted any yet. Right now I've got some chair yogas. If you go to my YouTube, which is Yogi Jules, that's Y-O-G-I space J-U-L-Z, you'll find some chair yoga, seated yoga, and the videos are listed as karma yoga work. And I believe I'm into volume six or seven. Lots more to come and I'm going to make yin videos because I do find them quite challenging and it's it mystifies me. I mean, it's six poses in one hour. That's amazing. All right. Have a great day. And wherever you're at, I hope that may peace and healing be with you. And hopefully, new day, new attitude, a new way. Namaste.